You're listening to Lost Souls Monologues. Today's monologue is The Lost Boy by Paul Stone. My father always says I have my mother's eyes. She's been dead ten years so she doesn't need them. That's the best thing about being a drag queen. People expect you to be sassy and cutting. I can see things in a wig and a dress that I'd never get away with as a man. People ask me if I want to be a woman. I don't. Trans people become who they're supposed to be. When I dress up, I lose myself. I become popular and attractive. My pipe cleaner legs become gorgeous gums. The huge blonde wig offsets my big nose. I become desirable. For 45 minutes, I disappear. I can't even access my phone as the face recognition doesn't recognise me. Even my father prefers her. His parents met in a variety show. They had a friend who was a female impersonator who babysat my father when they were working nights, so he never had a problem with me performing in drag. He laughed and clapped along with the crowds. He didn't want me to be gay. He felt it reflected on him. He was a keen footballer. I tried hard to play. In PE, the lads called me Cinderella as I kept running away from the ball. It's only when he sees me on stage that he smiles at me. When I'm performing, I'm not sure where I go. It's not like I'm asleep. It's not like I'm dead. I'm hidden away somewhere. Suspended. And I love that. I don't think. I don't feel. I'm not sad anymore. There's nothing. I'm making good money from it. You'd be shocked how much you can earn. Actors often do it when they can't find real jobs. They say it's like prostitution, but I'm sure it's better paid. It's not cheap, though, with the shoes, the wigs and the dresses. The cleaning bills alone are outrageous. Sometimes I can't afford to get everything cleaned. A DJ told me that one night my gear was so dirty it could have walked out and done the act on its own. Maybe one day it will. I won't be there at all. My mother never saw me perform. I don't know if she would have come even if she had been well enough. My first wig was one of hers, provided by the NHS. Maybe I shouldn't tell people that. They might sue. (laughs) When she passed away, I got all her wigs. Every cloud has a silver lining, I suppose. That was a bloody big cloud for a tiny amount of silver. She was always so beautiful. I think that was harder on her than the chemotherapy in the operation, losing her looks. She was using my pan stick by the end, thicker and thicker layers as she disappeared behind them. In the funeral home, it didn't look like her, like those hilariously bad efits you see on the news, an artist's impression of my mother. 
lying in the satin and hardwood, she looked so glamorous. I almost wished it were me. I always dreamed about being famous. Being a drag queen is the lowest step on the show business ladder, one rung below being on Towie. But I wonder about famous people. Do they get lost inside it all, behind the Botox and surgery and grooming? I wonder if inside there's a real person screaming to get out. Or maybe if you're doing it all the time for years on end, you do just disappear. The image becomes everything and the human being withers away. I think sometimes they even choose their partners to add to their fame. They must be lonely. I'd be good at that part. I've been single for years. I prefer Asian guys. It's not a fetish or anything. Where I grew up, we were the only white family on our street. I saw the most beautiful man one night after a show. He was like Adel Ray, but fatter. He bought drinks, flirted and flattered. But he wanted her. Not me. I got changed and came out into the bar. He looked straight through me. I spoke to him. And he walked away. The guys who like me dressed up don't want me as a man. The rest of the guys don't want me because I dress up as a woman. I tried to give it up and get a normal job, but civilian life wasn't for me. I missed the glamour and the adrenaline. You don't get that on the reception desk a quick fit. I think maybe one day someone might see me. That's the great thing. It just takes one person. They might pull me out and look after me. And if not, Entertaining people, making people laugh is a great thing to do. That's what really matters. The Lost Boy was written by Paul Stone, directed by Scott Lacrasse and performed by Jamie Mackay. If you enjoyed today's Lost Souls monologue, don't forget to like, subscribe and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. See you next time.